Between the Dogs with Chansey and Chi, and we got humbled uh, this past weekend by the Flashes. The Flashes to, <laughs> uh, put us in our place and gave us our, our humble pie, because goodness gracious, was that uh, was that ugly. But um, hey, we survived, we're still undefeated, but Lord, that was not a, that was no bueno. You know, we're both there, and it was really just an ugly outing from the Dogs. I really, it felt like one of those things that you, you saw what was happening on the field and you really thought, okay, there's no way we lose this football game. And then the next thing you know, it's like, it is 12 to 10 right now. Like, like, and I started, I don't know about you, but I started getting just flashbacks to that Nickel State game. Uh, I remember at halftime, I think we were down at halftime in that game and, and had to claw our way back, but. Yeah, man, that's. I was like, "There's no way that happens again in the Kirby era." And then I was just started sitting there. I was like, "This is a little scary." <laughs> but I, I, I never really thought we were gonna lose. But it was definitely one of those ones that's just like, "Golly, why does this feel so?" This whole game just feels like it's just a, 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 a just a, not something that like you you thought would ever you would ever see again in the Kirby era, but just like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we did it. it Pretty much everything we could do wrong at the beginning of the game uh, was happening. Just and, and it really wasn't one particular position. I mean, I, I felt like everybody, except Brock Bowers, but uh, everybody was not on their p's and q's. Just just a just just a rough a rough outing all, all together. And everybody seemed lackadaisical. I mean, and, and Stetson even talked about it after the game. He he said that. Uh, He's like noon game. Just he kind of listed off a couple things, and but we have to remember too. I mean, we didn't give we didn't give Kent State any any credit uh, last week. We spent a total of twenty seven seconds on them, but we we uh, they held Oklahoma to it was seven to three at half for Oklahoma. Um, I mean, they're not exactly a pushover and and a good team, and and we gave them. Anytime you have three turnovers, you're gonna you're you're and then basically a when we got the fake and they got the fake field goal, which is two or fake punt, which is two in a row, two weeks in a row that's happened to us. Uh, and we were planning for the fake field goal. We had to protect <laughs> protect on the on the uh, punt and still got beat. So basically, in my mind, that's like four turnovers, and you're not gonna have a fun game when you do that, just no matter who you are, you're putting your defense back on the field. So, which put us in, in tough situations. So, I, I mean, a lot of, a lot of rough stuff. Cause I mean, you score within the first two plays of the game, you give it to your best player and he just does another in another reverse and, uh, takes it to or end around hands, just hands the ball off on end around and takes it to the house. And you're like, okay, here we go. Another, another fun day in paradise. And then it's like, that not quite. Well, I think a lot of the uh, team and, and, and Kirby, Kirby was probably kind of happy. I mean, of course, he he wants to blow everybody out. He wants to win everybody, every football game decisively. But I think he kind of likes that, okay, we get this team that was completely overmatched from the get-go, uh, was going supposedly going to be overwhelmed. A team that's also, I mean, they played Oklahoma. They also played Washington to start of the year, too. So, I mean, this is a team that's played three Power five teams uh, within the first four weeks of the season. 
you know, I don't think they were going to be too intimidated. And and they played all each one of those away, of course. Um, and so I think Kirby really kind of relishes in the fact that, man, this happened against a team that had no business playing us within I – mean, the spread was like 45 points. They had no business playing with us us within, what, it was 17 points? Yeah, 17 points. Um, I think that he likes that little bit of humble pie that we got, got served. Um, but he also knows that – there was so much sloppiness in this football game. You can't have th- what do we have? Three turnovers in the fourth quarter, first quarter, um, you know. And then on top of that, you just got guys that were loafing. The 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 offensive line. I said we were going to point out some positives before we get into the negatives, but we'll point out some positives as we're going through the negatives. How about that? Uh, you did you did talk about Brock. Brock was one of the few positives in this game. Then you had Ladd, who looked like he. Didn't you know? Wake up that morning uh, in the first half. Now I will say I was happy to see that he came out in the second half. Was seemed like he was his old self. You know he put that behind him. And I think Stetson. I don't know if you saw his interview today, but he basically said that. He said he came up to Lad and said, "Look, you know," he said basically he's got like a thirty second rule kind of thing. You know he's like I dwell on it. Thirty seconds. I'm I'm gonna be a little pissed. Everybody get away from me. And then after that 30 seconds, it's behind me. We're done. Let's move forward. And I think he kind of said that same thing to Lad. So it's good to see that leadership, but it's also like, man, there were so many different things that we can learn from in this game. But to have that level of sloppiness against this kind of opponent was nice. Did it not feel kind of funny that, you know, okay, we go into Oregon and just dominate, no mistakes, everything's perfect, win by 46 points, Next week, we, we play Sanford, look a little sloppy, still hold them to a shutout, and everybody's like starting to question us. Then we go in and dominate South Carolina, and just same thing as Oregon. And then we come back and have this this game again. So, I mean, we're doing the sloppiness. We're being sloppy against the right opponents, but I don't think Kirby really wants it to be like, a, oh, let's one, one week on, one week off kind of thing. Let's, let's be on every single weekend. Yeah, you, you could tell after the game Kirby was pretty – he was not – he, he had more to say, I guess, and he was more talkative about to me about where we were and wanting to prop up Kent State. But you could tell this was this was what he wanted. And you have to, and, and like you're saying, this happened at the perfect time. And I, I, I do think our guys, because if you turned on any sports media over the last three weeks of college football, holy cow, everybody's drank the Georgia Kool-Aid. I mean, it's like Georgia and everybody else. And we had been putting on those kinds of performances. and But you, it's not all going to be rainbows and sunshine. You know you're going to get brought down to earth, and it's nice to be brought down to earth in a 17-point victory. And, right. and to, to, like I say, not a bad team, but you're talking about waking the team up and getting everybody focused before we get into the meat of SEC play uh, because we're, we're going against some teams that are not um, – are not playing well right now, and you've got to you got to jump on them. You get there's not there can't be any. We're, we're playing SEC teams at this point, and there can be nothing like I said or lackadaisical about it. You've got to, we've got to get in there and make a statement, and yeah. uh, and so you, you definitely don't want to do it at home. I mean, or it's nice to do it at home. You, crowd was gone at halftime. I mean, everybody had left. Uh, I don't know where they were going because the game was still really close at halftime. We scored right like right in the last minute of the first yeah. half to to kind of go up a little bit, but 
it was just we had fl- I mean we were stumbling into touchdowns basically. I mean we were just like we were we were scoring just nothing seemed to click but I mean we had our guys like I mean Darnell had a couple great catches like you had um you, you had some guys like um uh, on, on offense when you had guys like um Bear Alexander on defense, he was in a bunch and, and yeah, making plays. He was definitely a big, a big positive note coming out of that game. I right, agree. And, and so you had some guys, you had some guys that showed up and, and had to because I mean, Kent State's a good football team. Been like you said, been playing great competition. So they literally have nothing to lose. We paid them millions of dollars, apparently, <laughs> like a, a, yeah. a crazy amount of money. And was it really five million? I never validated that, but holy cow! Either way. Um, just wild amounts of money. I mean, you talking about they do those, they do play us, and then Washington and Oklahoma, they got paid in this last month. Um, but we're really, uh, really excited about where we're going to be <laughs> because this is going to turn on. This is going to turn on the motors for uh, really both sides of the ball because everybody was just slow. I mean, you, yeah. everybody was slow, just out of sync, and just expected us to win this game. And then you kind of had to realize, like, oh. Or they're not going to just give this to us. They they want to they they came to play ball. They had a great game plan. They really did. I mean, I, I I'm not trying to give. <laughs> I think we played so poorly. I, I really do, and I, I want to give them credit though. And I, I'm not trying to say that, regardless of the game plan, you know, they shouldn't have been able to play with us. But when they came in and what they decided they were going to do, the way they stopped. I mean, that's exactly you dink and dunk. You you play screens to the outside, and then. You know, when it, when the push comes to shove, we didn't think they were going to run up the middle on us, and they did. You know, they we didn't think they were going to try to, and they did. Um, and they just were very opportunistic. Of course, you know, you you got some things that go their way. You know, they've they had the multiple turnovers in the first. You know, Lad Lad had the fumble, then Stetson Stetson threw the pick, um, and I think we coughed it up one more time in the first quarter, right? And so Not I mean, you know, they do what I the punt. Yeah, we yeah the punt. Uh, I mean, just a bunch of stuff that just terrible miscues. But definitely give them credit for for what they did. But um, gosh, something you said earlier, I was gonna I was gonna make a comment about. But I will say that what you were talking about with Barry Alexander. Oh, I was gonna say, you know, he was filling in as a young guy. He looked energized. I think he wanted to show what he was capable of. And on the on the other hand, we got to see. What does our defensive line look like without Jalen Carter on it? You know, for a game, and and I'm glad they held him out. I mean, we didn't need him, but man, Jalen, you know, you don't have that force in there. Jordan Davis was a behemoth. He was he filled up space more than better than anybody we've ever seen in that position. Jalen Carter is just so hostile <laughs> that like he's just so aggressive that he does almost the same thing. So you don't have to be the same size as Jordan Davis. You just have to be a guy who's like, I don't care how many dudes you got on me. Like, I'm going to just, they're going to get, just beat beat the shit out of. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think that, uh, you know, seeing that, we got to see, we got to see, you know, hey, like, golly, without Jalen Carter on this this front, it it makes a big difference. And so um, I think that was also important to point out. You know, and, and, and before we get too far, I completely forgot to even mention at the beginning, you know, you got my boy from Milledgeville, Javon, getting arrested. Really, I mean, hey, let's, being being serious real quick, I mean, 
kid blew like a .143 or something like that, got behind the the wheel of a car. Really, really dumb thing to do. Do not do that. I, I, I just, I don't understand how these kids get to the point where they where they think that's okay but he's was driving on his phone and highly intoxicated i mean he was drunk we don't expect him i don't think they expect him to play this weekend uh but i know that kirby said i mean kirby said he comes from really good stock and and that he uh you know has, is going to learn from some mistake and 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 move forward i think we'll probably see him next weekend probably not this way not not this weekend probably next weekend well he these kids and we saw it this this past weekend. They just they think they're invincible, and yeah. and they and on the football field and and some take that into real life. And I mean, kids do stupid stuff, but you can only preach so much and and do so much to to, to these guys, and um, they make make dumb decisions. But uh, hopefully, he learned from that. I'm glad he was uh, he was okay, and no, nobody was nobody was hurt. Um, yeah, but it's just it's just one of those things that you a lot of <laughs> I keep saying humble pie a lot of humble pie was getting dished out over the course of the last uh, over the last week a uh, few days so uh, I was about to say you, I think you said humble pie earlier and I like kind of halfway heard it and subconsciously I said humble pie and now we're saying humble pie again so so apparently that's what we're gonna roll with mul- today mul- because, mul- multiple servings because we got served we got served multiple uh, servings uh, over the weekend uh, for sure but. Um, yeah, man, I just we'll obviously bounce back, and we'll 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 be well, what's, able to. What's what's your worry meter? I know you're talking about us bouncing back. Well, I mean, what's does this make you worry? Like a lot of people, like the national media, the local media. Sorry, the national media is making it out to be a, a little bit bigger deal. Of course, I mean, we still were ranked number one coming into this. You know, the week week after, but what's uh? How do you how do you feel coming out of this game? As far as is this a I think you think it's more of a short-term situation or a long-term problem. I think we, I just think we were exposed in some areas and didn't have a few guys on the field. Uh, we're talk, talking about Jalen, uh, AD didn't play, so you're, you're missing a few. You're missing a few key players, and mm-hmm. I think what the the team has to recognize if if they don't recognize this, then to me this is a problem. But if we we realize we're just a few guys away. From this not being the team that that we can be, and, yeah. and so you, if we're not if we're not taking that into consideration, and these guys being like, oh, if we didn't have Brock Bowers, heaven forbid, any kind of injury or anything like that, we would be in a we'd be in a rough spot. <laughs> I mean, because he, I mean, you're talking about just a, a difference maker, no matter what, the team, the whole team could be sucking, and we could still be in the game because of Brock Bowers, and so it's. We're we're just a couple of players away, and I think if some guys realize that and we're able to tighten that up and be focused in what we're doing, if we're if we're clicking and in sync, and um, I I think we haven't we haven't come into come across an opponent yet that is chal- that challenges us from a talent standpoint that we would come in and be fo- and actually be focused towards like a Tennessee or something like that where we're actually going to go into that game focused and ready to play and um so that we just haven't seen it yet so that always gives me worry uh or, or where we're at but i'm not as i'm not concerned about us being that bad <laughs> that's that, that that's not my concern i think yeah. it's my concern is how do we respond to what we saw that's a great great way to put it i think 
there's a lot of a lot of overreaction. Um, I mean, it's like you we keep saying you. <laughs> I, I feel like we have to keep saying this week in week out, but that's it's 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 never as good as it, as it seems. It's never as bad as it seems. And, and that game against Sanford, you know, I think a lot of us were able to look a little bit past it because they didn't do anything against us uh, offensively. Uh, and then, but this game, you saw some some weaknesses and you saw some holes. I mean, I'm sitting here, I got the highlights running as I uh, as I'm sitting here talking to you. And I mean, you can't have a Kent State that that busts out for a 15 yard run up the middle. It just shouldn't happen. I mean, we got, I think Bear playing is playing better. Stackhouse has been a surprise this year. I want to see Logue. Logue, we need some more out of Logue. I, he has not been in there. He's not been the force that I thought he was going to be especially coming out of last year. Um, I'm more concerned. I ha- I think overall I'm not super concerned after after this game. I, I think there's a – I mean, it's a noon game against Kent State. Obviously, the guys were not up for it. I mean, we've seen it every year since we've been Georgia football fans, which has been our entire lives. We've seen it happen every year against this kind of, this kind of game, against this kind of program at this time of the day. And um, I just think it, it – it's not something that you want to ever happen. I mean, this is not the standard that Kirby set, uh, but when it does, and you can learn from it, I think he's I think he's going to use that to his advantage. So as as a coach in this situation, but you're right though, Brock Bowers, man, <laughs> you know he's starting to get a little Heisman love. He, God bless it, he should. I mean, he's he literally the, just hand him the ball and he he just goes ham. <laughs> but all right, so best tight end in the country, maybe the best. Possibly the best receiving threat in the country. I mean, is that? I mean, is that not good enough? I mean, what what quarterback has been playing so good this year? I mean, it's not it's not Bryce. I mean, C.J. Stroud has been playing really well, but I mean, there's no. I can't think of a standout running back that's been incredible. So I mean, hell, we might have Stetson and Bar- Brock get invited to New York. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the the crazy thing is the thing that sucks is. He's still putting up crazy stats. He has the last couple games, uh, but he's got to put up some crazy, crazy stats for up through the rest of the year to, to for that to maintain, for that hype to to continue. He's got to score multiple touchdowns yeah. a game and and do that. But it is it's beyond deserved, man. I think people are realizing he he's just the perfect he's the perfect build for for this. He's not he's not too tall, like he's not Darnell's size, which is just like. A bumbling giant who's, who can run, who can run routes real well, but like yeah. Brock is Brock is dynamic. He's he's a little bit shorter. He's yeah. broader, but he's he's um, he's a little lower to the ground, so he can actually run faster and uh, and make some more dynamic plays. But holy cow, you get him in a straight line, and it's just like, well, your DBs sucks for them because he's just gonna he's just gonna outrun everybody. And uh, holy cow, it's just fun. It's fun. I mean, Munkin, I'm, he's probably got a whole column on his little chart that's just like, just Brock Brock Bowers and, and just everything that they we can do with him. And, and who would have ever thought that a tight end yeah. could be that guy? Brock Bowers, I mean, it's the easiest NFL comparison I've ever seen in my life. He is George Kittle. Yeah. He looks exactly, I mean, he's not quite as, as broad like you're talking about. I mean, George Kittle's bigger, uh, but he is. He is that same possession receiver who can also outrun guys who can also run really crisp routes. And um, dude, just he's just disciplined. I 
he impresses me more and more each game. I don't care who we're playing. He does what he needs to do. When we played Oregon, I think what he had two catches against Oregon, and then all of a sudden it's just like he doesn't care. Like he he is there to to win football games, and damn, he's good at it. Um, he does, and also too, guys not missing blocks. You don't yeah. see a blown. You don't see a a guy coming around the side. And neither is Dar- Darnell is blocking really well too. Darnell Darnell is is like Bowers is outshining Darnell. I am just been super happy with how he's been playing because he's mm-hmm. caught he's caught some pretty impressive balls. I mean, it's, he's they're they're not exactly in his vicinity sometimes, and he's still making plays. Obviously, he's still hurdling guys. Uh, yeah. we, we love to see it, but uh, but he it's has awesome. been. He's been playing impressive as well, and so our whole tight end room is is, is doing doing big stuff. Um, before I forget, too, yeah, I mean, you can, we can talk about the tight ends all, all day long. I, Eric Gilbert did not play last weekend. He he dressed out. Nobody knows what's going on with him, and 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 be honest with you, it sounds like it's really personal issues and whatnot. But uh, Kirby said he is still practicing with the team. Um, who knows? We might see him this weekend. I don't know. I mean, he he played a little bit. He played sparingly, I think, in both the first first two games. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Also, injury wise, we saw Kenny got shaken up. He had some leg issue and whatnot. And Kirby said he's. I think the way Kirby put it, he's like, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> and he said he claims it was like a a reaggravated uh, contusion on his leg or something like that. And I've dealt with stuff like that on, on like, in like a hip pointer. You ever had a hip pointer before? Mm-hmm. That crap hurts like hell. Uh, so anyway, uh, if he if he does have kind of a contusion, you know, deep bruise kind of thing, I can certainly understand like understand that. But it sounds like he's gonna be fine. Is there was there somebody else that got hurt? Arian Smith is supposed to be back soon, and and also AD. So if we got both of them back this weekend, just throw it deep. They're down there somewhere. <laughs> we got we got a big boy or a small boy that can go out there and get it. <laughs> no kidding, dude. Arian Smith, if he's if, that guy, poor guy. He's just has been dealing with so many injuries. But I mean, when he's healthy, he is so damn fast. <laughs> it's just it's just like you just you just point and just say go that way, and I will get the ball to you because you're going to be open. It's just it's, it doesn't matter where you put put the defender at. He's just gonna he's gonna get right by him. So. That's my guy. That's my guy. Um, well, Chancey, any other uh, thoughts or, or, or comments on, on the Kent State, I guess you could say performance, the Kent State game? <laughs> uh, well, Dominique I, played a little bit more, which was good to see. Uh, and Dajan, I thought Dajan ran really well after Kenny went down. It, it, the guy can – I'm just talking about just such an aggressive runner. Like, yeah. when he gets the ball, <laughs> it's just – it is all – he is – 100 all the time and i love i love to see it and he's he, he's running he's on a mission he's kind of tiny who is that running back in the nfls i mean i just keep why am i i don't know why i keep on doing these nfl comparisons but i i keep on every time i see him i think about he was number 43 he played for the chargers and the eagles golly it's gonna bother me just a tiny little <laughs> dude but he ran so hard i mean he just was like Kind of one of those, and Dacian's not terribly small, but he's small enough to where I mean he can he can kind of fit through places that Kendall and and Kenny cannot. And uh, I like the way he runs, man. He's aggressive. He's he's got that South Georgia in him. Yeah, that's how we that's how we do it down here. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. Yeah, I I I will say I, well I will say too. Didn't say this. The weather was incredible. 
like just oh. absolutely oh. phenomenal. <laughs> I've never have you, and in the game and we ended up not raining uh, against Sanford, but two games in September and we barely broke eighty. I mean, and it was like a like a nice and I don't think I don't know if we broke eighty during Sanford, and um and holy cow, man, just incredible. So best uh, I mean, you have Brock Bowers and you had the weather and then you kind of had that was kind of <laughs> everything everything else for the for the day uh but yeah man it just one it, of the, it definitely get, got above 80 on on this past Saturday but it took yeah a this Saturday yeah. I mean yeah. I mean you know we're we're you're talking about like Saturday a, a Saturday in September in the past I mean we've we've been to a people point where are, we're like I am boiling right people, now. People <laughs> people are dropping. I mean, it's yeah. just not. It's, yeah. it's very very comfortable. I just remember waking up and I, I have my I have the weather right when I look at my phone and it said forty nine and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what what is yeah. this? Uh, but one of those games like to get past it. I mean, guys are getting. I mean, Kirby and coaching staff are probably working guys this week and putting them, getting them back in play. And, and like I say, I don't think it's going to take much to get these guys focused. If we've seen what they've done up to this point, they are focused. They they want it this year, and you got to give the guys a mulligan. I mean, and, and I'm just hoping that's what it was, and we're going to be focused going into SEC play because uh, a lot of the teams we're going to be playing have faced adversity, and I think we're a lot better than the teams that we're going to be playing here the next couple weeks. Uh, but you've still just got to be you got to be mindful because you never know you never know what you're going to come up against. So you just yeah. got to be on your p's and q's. Two things I want to point out. One, I know we've been talking a lot about these different mistakes we've had in this game and all that, but let's not forget that we were subbing in dudes like left and right. There was guys that hardly ever see the field that were seeing the field in that game, even though we were at one point only up by by two two uh, points. Uh, and then, secondly, I don't think we should should uh, just kind of skirt past the fact that Pod, mm. Jack Pod Lesney has been, I mean, knock on some wood, brother, but, like, the dude is, has been, after all this camp, all I mean, in summer camp, all we heard was that the kicking game and the punting game sucked. And Jack has hit him again, knock on wood, and then also... What's his? Name? What's our punter's name? He's from Australia, Brett Thorson or something. Like that. I don't even know what his name is, but he's he's been smacking him too. So I don't, you know, I don't know who to trust anymore. Everybody's just lying <laughs> my ass. Yeah, no, that's such a good point because because last year with with Pods, you it was not uh, it was not automatic. It was very hit and miss, oh. and fortunately we were beating guys way worse, so we didn't have to rely on it. But uh, but yeah, he has been. He's been the been the unsung guy right now, uh, uh, for sure. So um, yeah, special teams uh, kicking game has shown up for in a big way. So good, good point. I figured I'd just point that out and give him a little bit of a little bit of credit there because he deserves it. Um, chance uh, moving moving on into Missouri, we are favored by twenty eight points, which is crazy. To think that like you 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 come out of a 17 point win over a MAC program, uh, you know, a, a program Kent State has has been a doormat even for the MAC. Like I as a, as a degenerate that has followed some some Tuesday and Wednesday MAC action in my lifetime, um, and it, it the Kent State is is not a good football program. <laughs> That's where if you know the tradition, I mean Nick Saban hails from Kent State. I think that was his first head coaching job. Um, 
but we are favored by 28 against Missouri uh, coming into it. And Drinkwitz, there's all this. There was this. I don't know if you saw this, but there was like a uh, fake, a little bit of fake news that came out that people were falling for. That was uh, that he was fired. That he had been fired earlier this week, and there was a big uproar. And I think he had to make it. I think he had to make a statement. I'm pretty sure he was just like, "Hey guys." Still here. I haven't had this conversation. I don't know where this is coming from, but I guarantee you, their their fan base is just so fed up with being mediocre. And Missouri has it's it's funny because Missouri we talk about it every year. You know those teams that they they won the East. You know a couple years in a row, um, and they had some teams. They had some players. They always had. You know, a decent quarterback, a good running back, uh, you know, some defensive linemen, and, and and a randomly really, really good receiver. And they just don't have anything anymore. I don't know if they have a defense that they can field, uh, a full 11-man defense. <laughs> um, they don't – their, their quarterback is the same guy who played against us last year. Yeah, I think he came in – I don't know if he came in late or what the situation was, but he didn't do anything against us last year. I What – is there anything that that scares you about this team uh, besides our our lack of focus? If we go into what was the name? What's the name of the stadium? Oh gosh, I, it, it, Ferret I, Ferret Field Ferret. I think that's it. Ferret Field. Yeah, Ferret Field. That's it. Wow. Well, I was just thinking that our stadium at Lounge is uh, nicer than <laughs> than their stadium was when, <laughs> when we they were renovated. Though. They have they renovated. renovated. They, they have, have renovated. They, they made some but, addition. Uh, but when uh, we were there in 2012, <laughs> we talk about it every freaking year. When we were there in 2012, it was like, man, you would think these bleachers would be a little bit higher, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you wouldn't think there'd be so much chain link fence. Um, but they <laughs> really was a high school stadium. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, from the team perspective, I, I don't, I don't think there's any, there's nothing that stands out to me. They're they're coming off a pretty deflating loss to Auburn last week, and losing in overtime in about the worst way you could lose. Basically, a guy reaching out over the goal line to try to win the game, and dropped it, and it rolled through the end zone for a for a touchback or for, um, for Auburn a turnover and. Um, they yeah, won but, the game, but before that, Missouri had like what a twenty-five yard field goal. Oh yeah, and then to they win it in, a, in, in in regulation, and bro, just I, I saw. <laughs> did you hear them hook. call him McThickums on the national broadcast? No, I did not. They called him. <laughs> apparently, that's his nick. They called him McThickums on ESPN. <laughs> the field goal kicker. Yeah, <laughs> he was a little bit thicker than your than your typical kicker. You know that's that it, that's becoming a trend. Remember that Georgia Tech punter like a uh-huh. few years ago? That was just massive. There was that Penn State guy, to yeah. I mean, it's, so I, I guess it's so, a thing. So basically, Missouri had a dozen ways to win this game, and they just they missed all of them in the worst possible <laughs> fashion. And uh, just a so I I personally feel Missouri's going to be on the downward. I mean, it's going to be hard to bounce them back from that because for them, they're not going to have a lot of hope playing us after they went and did what they did against Auburn because that was a that was one of those games that they needed, especially when it comes down to that point. you got to make that field goal or you got to not make that mistake. And so it's just going to – for me, it's just going to be hard to, hard for them to bounce back, which we're, we're going to – in my mind, we're, we're kind of bouncing 
from Kent State, and we're going to be hit, trending up because it will be hard to trend down from that uh, yep. with our team. So I, I just think Missouri's catching us at the wrong time. No, they definitely are. We are going to come into this game. I think we're going to be ultra focused. Um, I'm just sitting here looking at this. I I, I didn't even really realize this, uh, <laughs> but we we're averaging 42.3 points a game, and this is after only scoring 39 against Kent State. So like, and there's and they're averaging 28 points a game, and of course you know we're only giving up eight points a game. Um, yeah, it's this is one of those teams that Missouri is just caught in a situation where they are okay with mediocrity and they have not recruited at a level. They stole uh so last year, this past year, they or this last recruiting cycle, they actually hi- uh, signed a local receiver, Luther Burden, who was a five-star guy. Uh, who decided he was going to stay. Same situation as uh, Doriel Green Beckham. Do you remember him? Mm-hmm. Very highly rated. Uh, and he decided he was going to stay in Missouri. Hometown kid kind of thing. I don't know if he's hometown, but like home state. And, and, and do that and play for the home state team. And I think he has three catches on the year. Three or four catches on the year. It was kind of a story. Like earlier in the week, he, I think it was Sunday or Monday, um, he actually deleted all the Missouri stuff from his Instagram. It was kind of a thing because we were his second team. When he picked Missouri, we were the other team. And so there was a lot of talk about him entering the portal, which apparently you can't do in the middle of the season. I don't know. This portal thing is like, it just sounds so like it's like a fantasy situation. So I'm like, why can't they enter the portal right now? (laughs) Let's go ahead and start Um, recruiting. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, uh, it's it is a very it's a very weird thing right now. I think Drinkowitz is is a highly respected guy as far as you know what he's done, and I think Kirby likes him. You know, if Kirby likes him, then you know there might be there must be some aspect of his coaching ability that is good because Kirby doesn't like people that are useless. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. I think that's why I'm pretty sure that's why he he does not like Shane Beamer. <laughs> Oh, the burn of the season so far. <laughs> yeah, we got it. So anyway, I, I don't know, man. I, this is the first Missouri team where I haven't been able to to name in a while that I haven't been able to name, you know, at least some player on their team that's an impact player. And I mean, I really don't, I don't know. Uh, like, do you remember you know playing the NCAA football games, you know, on, on PlayStation back in the day in college and like. At the start of the game, there was like three or four impact players they would list off. I have no clue. I have no clue who it would be from Missouri. <laughs> I was trying to figure out where you're going with that reference, um, but yeah, I, I just I'm not I'm not too too concerned. Nice thing is it's going to be a night game. It's going to have a have a good atmosphere. I know a lot of um, I know a lot of dog fans are actually going to be there. Um, I'm I'm going up there for a meeting in Kansas City, about two hours away, and. A lot of the Georgia people that are going to be at that are actually going to the game, so I know, I know, I know, I know that people are traveling, and I actually heard quite a few people that are traveling out for it. So, um, should be should have a good good presence uh, out there because honestly, our, our home season Tennessee is turning out to, to be a, a big time game, um, but I think there's going to be a lot of traveling this year uh, for a lot of people going to some going to some games and, and things like that. So I expect us to have a have a good showing. So having it seven thirty environment, I think it'll be it'll be big. That'll juice up Missouri a little bit, but I think it'll be some good focus for us. 
so I, I don't know, man. I just I just feel like our talent. If we're if we get some guys back too, and uh, I, I just feel like we're we're just going to be able to overwhelm them um, because they still have a lot to lose, uh, and, and so there's that mentality of uh, it's it's not a it's it's kind of that that fear of losing mentality and, and we're just, we're not going to be intimidated by them. Yeah. And so that's, and they're probably going to be intimidated by us. So it's kind of one of those things that will be tough to overcome. Yeah. Missouri is not a very, it's not an SEC environment. I mean, I think that when we added them and Texas A&M, Texas A&M can hold what 110,000 people in Kyle field. Missouri's got, I think, 60, 65 or something like that. It's just, uh, I know they, they, they added some, some seats and all that. but And they're going to be up for this game, and it's a night game. And, and we've been there, and we went, you know, we went, golly, man, that was 10 years ago now. We went in 2012, their first year in in uh, the SEC, and um, had a great time. It's super friendly. I kind of wish that they would be more hostile towards us and all that, but it's probably, I, I don't, it's probably changed a little bit since then. Maybe. I don't know, man. You know, they, I, did, did it seem like it's – or does it seem like it's a fan base that got really cocky over the last, like, maybe the first, like, three or four years in the SEC, but since then they've been, eh, you know, not so good. So, I mean, they haven't beat us since – they beat us in, in Sanford in 2013, I don't think. Because I know we beat, them, we beat them the next year whenever Nick Chubb – Remember, we went up there with their tail, 38 and nothing, I think. Nick Chubb, I think Nick Chubb, uh, he carried the ball for like 38 times. <laughs> he was the one he wanted to punish them. Yeah, I don't think we, uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't think we have. And, 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 and honestly, too, part of that's our rise. Our rise has le- has been kind of, it, it's kind of with their fall, it's kind of been at the same time and, and where yeah. we've been, we've been staying at kind of a higher level. They have not been able to, like you said, recruit. And, and as Kentucky and Tennessee are starting to, to go up, they're not, they're not matching that same place. They're becoming the, the bottom tier bottom tier of the East. Yeah. And the East is, as you have probably seen, has, I don't know where, has three teams in the top ten. So Kentucky, super overrated. Way overrated. <laughs> Tennessee also overrated, not quite as much as Kentucky. I think Tennessee. I told you before we started recording. I think Tennessee is a good offensive team. Their defense is terrible. The defense is is is. I think. I think I read the other day they were ranked 98th in the country, uh, and you know with composite scores uh, across the board. Um, it's 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 going to be pretty interesting to see. Now I, I actually because I was thinking about that, I was looking at I was thinking about Tennessee's schedule here coming up. They actually play at LSU next weekend whenever we're playing Auburn. In LSU's probably never had this happen. They are playing an eleven o'clock game <laughs> <laughs> against Tennessee. Oh man, sucks to suck, LSU. How far you have fallen. Uh then they play Alabama the next weekend at home. So that is when we were really know. I think they, I think they beat LSU. I don't care if it's in Death Valley, especially since it's an eleven o'clock game. I think they beat LSU, and then they have Alabama. So they very well could be, and then they play Kentucky the weekend before they play us. So they very well could be potentially one lost team when we play them. And uh, man, that's gonna be a good, 
I told whenever we swapped the Auburn and Tennessee games, I didn't like it and I still don't like it. I liked Auburn to be in November, but Tennessee as an opponent in November is not the worst thing. And I, and I ugh, I'm ready for that game already. Yeah, it's uh, I'm excited. I I, I feel like we're, we're 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 trending the right way. And uh, the thing is, the season has already been so crazy. If you would have told me that at this week there'd be three SEC East teams in the top ten, I would not would have been very hard to believe you. <laughs> and so, uh, and I don't know if I'd have been able to name them. Um, but I think just, it's just a sign of all the chaos that's going on in college football right now. And, uh, and so as long as we can stay out of the chaos and keep our nose to the grind and, and, and keep it, keep it happening, I feel like we're going to be in a good place. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm not too concerned against Missouri. I think we'll be, we'll be focused up and, and, and starting into this SEC play having Auburn at home, um, hoping we can uh, – we've got the 330 game for that, so it'll be a good a good spot there. Um, so kind of kind of excited for these games coming up. Should be should be pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, I was going to actually say something about, you know, the fact that Auburn won last weekend I think really was our saving grace for next weekend because yeah. there's a chance that the, that game might end up being at noon and we have played way too many noon games uh, this year so far, so – uh, I don't want a uh, big noon. I don't want no big noon kickoff. Uh, that's not not my not my favorite. <laughs> no, no. Are three thirty is a three thirty slot? Is that your favorite slot? I think it depends. I think it depends on the game. But I I, I do like the three thirty. Um, I, I have I have come to enjoy it over the years. It's kind of like the perfect. It's like the perfect blend, especially if it's later in the year because it ends. It starts during the day and it ends kind of going into night and yeah. um and i think team the crowd's pretty jazzed up I haven't had time to get too 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 belligerent not the whole crowd <laughs> by that point <laughs> so, uh sure about that <laughs> better than Don't better test than a, me. <laughs> better than better than a 7:30 game for some people um but i think to, to me it's like like for example when we played notre dame at that yeah. uh that eight o'clock or seven o'clock game or whatever it was that was electric. That was pretty. That was pretty incredible. Was that not the best tailgate? Oh, golly, that was so good. Whole day was whole day was just was incredible, and uh, and and so I, I think for me it's depends on the game, but because some like our Auburn night games are wild. I mean, those yeah. are just some some wild memories over the years, especially yeah. when they're in no, those November games where it's it's cold and and, and we. Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle. You just my, my mind just goes back to certain certain places <laughs> to, to see that happen. And uh, but but anyway, I, I, it's it's it, it's it's, an, it's a pretty incredible environment. And what they've done with the the system and the lights and all this kind of stuff, it's just it's it's tough to beat those red lights in the fourth quarter. And mm-hmm. oh man, gets me gets me pretty fired up. Think about it. Probably not gonna be able to sleep tonight. So great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from what I understand, you you fall asleep to to Georgia highlights in the first place. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, it happens happens more often than you think. <laughs> nah, I think it I think it happens pretty often. <laughs> no, that's uh, yeah, man, that's the 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 whole the theatrical side of it now in the stadium. I mean, just think about how much better that is now than whenever we were in college, and just it was just like. 
We had a sound system that sounded like doo-doo. Like, you couldn't even... Literally, you couldn't make out a word in a song. Um, you couldn't hear it from, like, certain parts of the stadium because it was so directional. Yeah, dude, this... this The, the fact that we have an, an AD who's all dog, like, I, I know he's got some LSU background and all that, but Josh Brooks has been... Golly, he is... I hope he stays at University of Georgia forever. Like, literally until he is in the grave. <laughs> like, this guy... <laughs> Is awesome, and what he's done for the university, and also just being like, all right, Kirby Smart, you are literally you make all the money for this entire athletic department. You get whatever you want. I do not care. Like that is that is what we we have needed for the longest time. I, I don't know how I got to this point where we're talking about this, but the yeah, uh, well, back to the stadium thing, just real quick. I'm big fan of the three thirty game. And being up here in Athens, I've been able to get. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a, you know, insight on this evening at about seven thirty. We were already having a, a really nice sunset. So I think come time that we are playing Auburn next weekend, I think you're going to be able to see a little bit of a. It's going to get a little bit dark later in the game, but I love that three thirty slot because it's game time at three thirty. That's all business. Great time, but from eight o'clock in the morning until game time, rip roaring, going wild, whatever you know, doing the tailgate thing while you're watching the noon games, which apparently it's gonna have some really good games because I don't know, big noon kickoff and all this <laughs> stuff. Uh, and Tennessee plays LSU. I mean, who who knew, right? It's gonna be a noon game, and then you get to come home, sober up a little bit, maybe have a celebratory bourbon. Who knows? And uh, then you uh, get to watch the, the 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock games, night, the night games, you know, and all that. So I'm a big fan. I don't know, man. I'm sitting here. I told you before we started that I've been just waiting on that weekend. Like, last weekend wasn't quite there. But I've been waiting on that home game weekend where I felt like football is really here and next weekend's going to be it. And I am beyond jazzed. So uh, maybe, maybe we'll finally get to link up at an actual, at an actual game. So... Yep. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm super, super excited about it. I have a lot, we have to get through a hurricane and, um, and another weekend and, and then we'll be there. So hopefully it's, it, it's coming quick. We're, we're getting close. Yeah. What's your, what's your plans for the weekend? So, uh, it really all depends on the hurricane. So <laughs> just to be quite honest, my, um, I will, I actually, I will be in Missouri, uh, Lord willing during the game, um, but a lot. Of, I, I will not be going to the game, but a lot. You'll of, be in Kansas City. Yeah, I'll be. Yeah, I'll be in Kansas City, and um, but there will be. I know. A lot of I know that's in Missouri. I'm just saying, like, correct. I just want to correct. clarify for everybody. It's like, oh, you're going to be there, but not. Thanks. You know, don't want them to think you're going to be in Columbia. You know. Yeah. I'm for gonna all be, our, I'm going to five thousand <laughs> listeners. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be at the local library in Columbia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, got a meeting up in Kansas City, so I'm not going to the game, but I will be close to the game. There'll be a lot of dogs up there. We always, every time we go, we always get all the dogs together and um, find a go basically take over a bar and 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 watch the game and stuff like that. It's it's Sounds actually like a really it's a really yeah, fun time. time. When yeah. we did it, uh, we did it one time, and um, I think I've, I've talked about this before, but we did it in Boston, and there was a Georgia bar a bar that was ran by an, an old Georgia alum. And in the back, they would have a bar. They would just deck out in Georgia stuff. 
because it was that was their thing and so we watched we watched the whole there was like 50 of us that stormed this place <laughs> they were not ready for that <laughs> so it's it's always a good time we, we we have fun with it so looking forward to it man that sounds like a good time i feel like we haven't well i feel like we haven't i know we haven't enjoyed a game together since since the natty and so i'm looking forward to i know that this weekend's obviously not going to happen i'm going to be I don't really know with, with, with Hurricane Ian coming in and, you know, a lot of thoughts and prayers to all the people in, 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 in the path of that hurricane, you know, in Florida and South Georgia and going up into the Carolinas. Um, but my wife and I were planning on going down to Statesboro this weekend to uh, be with her family for the weekend. And don't know if, I don't know if driving south is going to be the best thing, so... We may end up staying put and uh, probably watching it in Athens. Uh, I don't know if we'll watch it at home or at or my brother's house or something like that. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, if it's safe to, we'll be watching in Statesboro. But um, yeah, man, that's uh that's the plan. Can't wait for next weekend. I know we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves talking about the Deep South's oldest rivalry, but man, it's tough. It's tough whenever it's like that. Feels like it's the first true home game, and because I mean we keep on playing all these games the beginning of the year in Atlanta. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I've been looking forward to that for a long time. So these October games are when we're going to figure out what, what we got. Let's take care of, uh, let's take care of Missouri. And then, uh, we'll get to, we'll get to gush about it next week. Sounds like a plan, brother. Well, Hey, go dogs. Dogs on top. <laughs>